so <clears throat> these are this is a story about tradition i'm not a big fan of tradition uh, but this is really good okay a new camp commander was appointed and while inspecting the place he saw two jawans guarding a bench he went over there and asked them why do they guard it we don't know the last commander told us to do so so we are doing it it is some sort of regimental tradition he searched for the last commander's phone number and called him to ask him why did he want guards in this particular bench i don't know said the last commander and he said i just kept the tradition so going back to another three commanders he found a 100 year old retired general and he tried to find the phone number of this retired general and he called and this retired general was on the other line he said excuse me sir i am now the commanding officer in your camp that you worked 60 years ago i found two men assigned to guard a bench could you please tell me about more about the bench this little this old man of 100 years old with his uh, crumbling voice he said what is the paint still wet uh, that's a good one isn't it <laughs> yeah so i think traditions are like that you know sometimes we just keep doing it because we got to do it you know we we just go to church sunday is our church time we go to church and we just uh, hang out there and we listen to some songs and and it's going to be nice helping feeling good and then we're going to uh, treat our mind with some good teachings and then we go back to our box another box called a relaxation box because it's sunday afternoon and then we finish that box and we wrap it up and we go to another box called monday box work and i believe the lord is doing a shaking in the church so that those who are rooted in christ will able to find hope in these days amen, amen. so amen. i want to talk today about a few things but one of the my title this morning is um, why don't we pray that's a good one right uh, say jesus influence me this morning uh, Jesus influence me this morning. Holy Spirit I pray that you will anoint me that you will release your word and it won't be me standing in your way it will be you speaking your word to your children and it will bring glory to your name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The title this morning is uh taking care of your soul. Taking care of your soul. And uh, the reason why I felt strongly to talk about this because Uh, we live in a time where we are bombarded with news and especially if you are in the medical facility and fraternity and you are serving the most uh, uh, needy ones and you hear so many stories and you read so many stories and it kind of bothers your mind uh, in such a way that what is going on here uh, as a christian what is the proof that i am guarded and i am protected and you start wondering if these things are happening to my friends to my family what's going on and what will uh, be my own case and i want to tell you this morning the lord that we worship is a covenant keeping god amen amen is a covenant keeping god he is not a god that changes based on his mood if god can change 
then he is not a god god is perfect and that means he cannot become better if he can become better then he is not perfect then if he is not perfect then he is not god you get my point so god cannot change if he can change he can be better he cannot be better because he is already the best so that's why this morning i want you to go into the assurance that christ is a covenant keeping god amen, amen. and i want you to turn your bible to psalms 103 we started reading the psalm when we started this morning i want you to we want to dwell in this uh, particular morning we want to dwell in few verses in psalms 103 because 103 is one of those psalms that david wrote and it is a psalm that that speaks volumes to us where we are going through right now these are one of those times that we as christians we need to find refuge in the word the word outside doesn't give us refuge let me tell you the difference between the voice of god and the voice of the enemy the voice of god guides you the voice of the enemy pushes you does it make sense the voice of god guides you the voice of the enemy pushes you the voice of god gives you shalom the voice of the enemy gives you restlessness the voice of god gives you peace and the voice of the enemy gives you chaos confusion strife and this is the morning i wanted you to dwell in the assurance of the voice of god amen amen and this is important so we're going to read few verses and i want to ask kranti to read few verses psalms 103 from verses 1 to uh, all the way to 5 okay psalms 103 mm. bless the lord o my soul and all that is within me bless mm. his holy name bless his holy name bless the lord o my soul mm. and forget not all his benefits let's stop there this is one verse that many indian churches they used to do that i grew up in a tamil church and uh, every time after prayer they used to do that i'm not sure if that is the same uh, practice in other languages they will say this after prayer in atmave kartrai stotri en muluvulame avarudeya parisutha naamathai stotri en atmave kartrai stotri avar seidha sagala ubagarangaliyum maravade i was not speaking in tongues it's one of the heavenly languages amen, amen. somebody say amen in the chat okay wonderful <laughs> all right this is the verse that talks about david he comes to a point where he has to speak to his own soul and he says bless the lord o my soul and soul comprises of three things and we know this it talks about the mind emotions and will and many times we don't know what's our mind is thinking why because our mind reads information and i've said this before i'm going to say this there are three things the mind reads the mind comes to know the facts and the opinions and the truth the mind filters those things and what is facts facts tell you the reality opinions are made up suggestions that's why you should never listen to opinions their opinions are like armpits it just gives you a different smell every time that's it 
you know if you stand in the number 2 bus and you're holding on and and you are like you know what i mean um, <laughs> so opinions are like that facts just to tell you the reality but there is another reality which is what we believe that's called truth the bible doesn't say opinions will set you free facts will set you free the bible says truth will set you free and i want to tell you truth is not an opinion truth is not a concept truth is a person so david has to come to a point he has to say bless the lord oh my soul so the mind is instructing his mind to go from opinions to facts to the truth amen 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 so and the second one he is saying is also the emotions and what is emotions emotions are in if it is unchecked emotions if it is not kept unchecked it can override the emotions of god in other words the emotions that is kept unchecked can even deceive you in such a way it talks as if god talking to you that's why the bible says the one of the greatest wisdom that ever lived on the planet earth and he wrote about all these things guard your heart out of that flows life why because the emotions can lie to you just like it's speaking the truth so that's why we need to make sure is the emotions are correct and sometimes when your emotions says this is what i feel this is the good time to instruct your soul to check if this word that the feeling that i have matches the eternal word of god and the last one is the will and what is the will the will talks about the choices that we make and david has to instruct his will to say i am not going to go with the flow of what i perceive in my mind what i feel in my emotions i'm going to go with the will of god amen amen so that's why david said this bless the lord oh my soul how many times you feel like praising god many times we don't feel like praising god many times we don't feel like praying to god this morning my alarm rang at 5:15 and i tell you i want to cast the demon out of the alarm clock why because pastor pillow was inviting me for divine dreams and interpretations and i tell you those divine dreams and interpretations were more exciting than the demon possessed alarm clock that was my feeling but i have to instruct my soul that feeling is not going to stay there forever Amen? Amen. So this is why David has to say bless the Lord oh my soul and all that is within me within me and bless his holy name bless the Lord oh my soul and forget not all his benefits. Guys, I want to tell you this we live in this world where we tend to forget many things so quickly. We are in April. Can you imagine what has happened in the last 3 months it's chaotic so many things that happened but so many good things also happened that's why i have a habit of writing down the good things the lord has done i have a habit of recalling the promises of god what are the promises that god has given have you ever thought about writing down the promises these are the promises i remember 2001 september 26th when i landed in 
Johannesburg for the first time leaving out of India. My flight was Chennai, Bombay, Bombay, Johannesburg. And I landed there and then there was a connective flight to Cape Town. I arrived there the next morning on a base community worship. One man came and gave me a verse which was a promise that God spoke to me from Isaiah. He said, since you are precious in my sight, I have honored you, I loved you, I called you by my name and I will take you to the nations. And I tell you my friends, I hold on to that word. Since you are precious in my sight, I have honored you, I loved you. Amen. Amen. You hold on to the promise. And I got this promise when I was 18 years old. Ask of me, I will give you the nations as your inheritance. I tell you, there was no absolute reality around me that I could go out and share the gospel. But this promise, I hold on. I said, God, you said, ask of me. I would stand before the microphone, stand before the, the, the world map and I would say, God, I ask for Modigisho. I ask for Burundi. I ask for Bujumbra. I ask for Harare. I ask for South Africa. Amen. I ask for Burundi. I ask Amen. for Madagascar. I ask Amen. for Cameroon. I ask Amen. for those nations, not Germany and the gospel. I remember putting my hands on Mongolia, praying to the Lord, and the Lord opened many years later to go and share the gospel. Ask the Lord what are the promises He has spoken. Write it down. That's why David has to say, forget not all His benefits. The benefits Amen. God has done, so many things. Look at somebody sitting next to you, the beautiful wife, your, your friend, the family. This is the benefits God has given over you. Look up, you have a roof on the top of your head. That's a benefit God has given you. Look Amen. down, you have a mattress to lay down. That's a benefit that God has given you. Amen. Look at the tap, when you turn, there is water. That's a benefit that God has given you. Look Amen. at your soul, God has restored you. You are a mess. Before, G, before coming to know Christ but God turned your mess into your message Amen. Amen that's why David has to say bless the Lord O my soul look at the verse number 2 read mm. bless the Lord O my soul uh -huh. and forget not all, all his, his benefits, benefits. Mm -hmm. who forgives all your iniquities forgive, let's stop there who forgive all your iniquities I want to challenge you this morning to think about this iniquities and transgressions are two different things transgressions is to do with external iniquities is to do with internal this is what it reads in isaiah it says he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed we read Amen. the scripture every time we take communion. By his stripes we are healed. He was bruised for our iniquities. And transgression is trespassing. Adultery is a transgression. But do you know lust is iniquity. Adultery is external. Lust is internal. The church is very good in kicking people out of the transgressions. But the church seldom confronts those who had internal stuff. Why? Because we sometimes don't even know 
we are in the same pot like the others so that we kind of say you know that's why i always say this we only judge people who sin differently than us and if everyone come together they are iniquitors they means internally you can have strife anger jealousy bitterness lust chaos confusion negativity doesn't matter externally you have not revealed anything you have not killed anyone never slept other than your wife you never you know messed up with your finances you are very good uh, in 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 keeping yourself you are fine that's what the bible talks about hypocrisy so transgression is trespassing adultery is transgression lust is iniquity iniquity is inward motivation transgression is the outward movement that's why the bible says he forgives all your iniquities maybe you are saying well i'm not a transgressor but i want to challenge you what are the iniquities you have done what are the iniquities we have done in this past week maybe an anger maybe we didn't punch that person on the face but we equally thought about doing that in our mind maybe a lustful thought maybe we didn't go and express that lust but we entertained those thought maybe a, 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 a resentment in our heart maybe we didn't do and express that anger and resentment and unforgiveness but we have resented i want to challenge you take a moment and say god forgive my iniquity come on church god forgive my iniquity forgive my iniquity forgive, forgive my, my iniquity just like you have forgiven my transgressions forgive my iniquity forgive, forgive my, my iniquity. iniquity the anger those ma- this this evil intent this thoughts this bitterness this lust this greed this greed i tell you my friends we live in a time where people don't want to think about anybody else some people in the west have saved toilet paper for the next 10 20 years hmm thank god we are in india hallelujah amen, amen. so he has forgiven our iniquities amen read keep on reading um who heals all your diseases who heals all your diseases amen this is so beautiful what does it mean his blood washes us from filth his blood washes us from filth remember two weeks ago i shared about the tabernacle it talks about there is a front there is an altar the altar talks about the cross and there is a big lever the lever is filled with water the water is the washing of the blood of jesus and the cleansing is the baptism of the holy spirit and i tell you this this is what the blood of jesus does is so powerful it washes us from all our filth what happens when you are washed from all your filth you become the righteousness of god Amen. what is the righteousness of god means that means you can now stand boldly before the presence of god amen that's what hebrews says come boldly to the throne of grace how you can come boldly to the throne of grace only by washed from all your filth and what is the filth filth is your religious garbage that you try to come close to god on your own way that's why god wipes washes out from all the filth and his blood resets us into god's original design what does that mean that becomes you become a new creature 
so his blood washes you from the filth that means you become the righteousness of god now you have got the reset button by god's original design what does it mean now you become a new creature now you don't say i used to. now you don't say i can do this i can do that no 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 your old nature is crucified the blood of jesus has dealt with remember the blood in the old testament never dealt with sin it just bought time just keep on postponing it just kept on postponing but until the blood of jesus now you become a new creature you can't say now well I, i the old thing is coming what does that mean that means the old nature is still not crucified yet and what happens is blood is powerful to take us from earth to heaven what is that one that is called salvation that is called salvation is blood is powerful to take us from earth to heaven amen amen that is called salvation what does that mean the salvation is <coughs> the key to bring us from earth to heaven but this is the most important thing i wrote down here is blood is powerful to bring heaven to earth amen <coughs> that is called kingdom amen. amen the religion tells you how to go to heaven the kingdom tells you how to bring heaven on earth amen Is there a Amen. water around somewhere? <coughs> so the blood makes us holy. That means we can't do holiness but be holy. That means a lifestyle. Hallelujah. <coughs> so his blood washes us from filth that becomes you become the righteousness of God. So if you're taking notes write it down his blood resets us into God's original design that means you become a new creature his blood is powerful to take us from earth to heaven that means you got salvation and his blood is powerful to bring heaven on earth that's a kingdom and his blood makes us holy so we can't do holiness but we can be holy that means your lifestyle changes and i want to challenge you this is not just coming you know the church has minimized the religion has minimized the blood of jesus to salvation alone but the blood of jesus not just salvation though it is a majority of your important part of your life the blood of jesus is bigger than the salvation which means god is more interested not only restoring you and bringing you to heaven but bringing heaven through you in the place where you live amen amen that is called the kingdom lifestyle i want to tell you my friends as you're watching this uh, this week god is going to give you that divine paradigm shift in your mind amen. that you will walk with that mindset of christ knowing that he has healed me from all diseases you washed me amen. from every sicknesses amen. amen amen let's keep moving verse 4 he redeems uh-huh. who redeems your life from destruction who redeems your life from destruction what does that mean what does that mean redeeming from destruction what does it means that we that's my suggestion to you it means that he redeems us from bad choices how many of you have done bad choices you know sometimes we choose yeah uh, and we look at it and we think that's a good choice we made but later part of the way you're that you say wow it's a bad choice you know choices 
that doesn't please him some translation says he rescued me from hell or pit how many times you can you and me can say well this choice that i made made me feel like i was in hell i was in a pit and this is what i want to encourage you to say i wrote down this god is bigger than your pit brighter than your horrible mistakes and greater than your failures can you repeat this after me god is bigger than my pit god is bigger than my pit brighter than my horrible mistakes brighter than my horrible mistakes greater than my failures greater than my failures and joseph was in a pit and you know what when he was in a pit he didn't even uh, complain he just realized that pit is not his permanent position listen i want to challenge you what you see now is not what you saw then what you see now is temporary and it is not permanent amen amen, amen. i want to say this again what you see now is not what you saw then what you see now is not permanent it's just temporary amen and that's why you need to say to yourself you need to say this over your soul he redeems my life from destruction sometimes people say i made choices i can never i don't know whether god can ever forgive i don't know whether god can ever 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 release his grace over my life i tell you you my god is bigger than your pit Amen. right now you are saying i don't know how can i come out of this pit of chaos pit of uh, uh, pit of depression pit of uh, suicidal thoughts pit of even thoughts that says i am not good enough god is saying he is the one delivers me from the pit of destruction amen, amen. amen. he has delivered us he delivered me i was once a lost guy the guy you are looking at right now was a lost messed up fellow had made plenty of bad choices that reaped terrible consequences but i tell you my friend the lord rescued me he amen. took my mess he turned today a message of hope he took my scars and he made it into a place where i can shine for jesus he took my horrible past and he gave me a meaningful hope amen. that's what christ does amen so amen. wherever you are maybe you are in the pit of hopelessness maybe you are in the pit of suicidal thoughts maybe you are in the pit of depression maybe you are in the pit where there is a relational problem between your family members and you maybe you are in a pit where there is no understanding in your office maybe you are in a pit where there is so much chaos around your neighbor maybe you're in your pit where the family thinks you are cuckoos but remember he rescued me from my pit he's going to rescue you from your own pit amen, amen. that's amen. what it says who redeems my life from destruction people think will corona will ever go let me tell you jesus christ is still on the throne come amen. on say amen. amen jesus christ is still on the throne jesus god is, is bigger throne. than corona virus god amen. is bigger than all the facts christ virus jesus virus is bigger than the corona virus amen 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 the last amen. one who crowns you come on who crowns you with loving kindness loving kindness and tender and mercies tender mercies in some translation says tender mercies and compassion the dealings of god are always gracious merciful and truthful 
you know i like to picture like rest pillows they have this iron bar i used to travel from chennai to salem and madurai and kanyakumari on those bars and sometimes you feel like sleeping and you are laying down and you hit that bar and you feel like you are you you got hit by some big rod or something but then you go on a private bus you have a push back seat and you have this headrest and that's what i call loving kindness and tender mercies you are sleeping you made choices but you made you made life that you you some things you you did that was out of your control and the lord is saying my dealings for you are always gracious merciful and truthful i want to unpack that what is gracious gracious means getting things that we what that we don't deserve how many of you can look at yourself and say all i have is a grace from the lord why because we don't deserve it Amen. we don't deserve it what we have is a grace from the lord Amen. what is mercy not getting things that we do deserve <laughs> grace is getting things what we do des- getting things that we don't deserve mercy is not getting things that we do deserve i deserve death but god gave me life that is a mercy amen amen mercy of god is compassion in action what is truth truth is actually giving you the reality of god's mind lie distorts the reality god's idea is to bring us to his reality once when we are in his his reality we are free that's why very important to know is the truth what did god say about it i like what bill johnson said i cannot entertain in my thought in my mind what god doesn't entertain in his mind about me isn't it a good one right so every time when you have a thought you need to ask with yourself is this thought god thinks about me if that is not what god thinks about you then you need to bring it into the truth that's why i wrote down here lie distorts the reality god's idea is to bring us into his reality so once when we are in his reality then we become free remember the ultimate goal of god is not to control you the ultimate goal of god is to mature you empower you so that you can embrace the life of christ and show christ to the world amen 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 and last but not the least who, who satisfies your mouth mouth with good, with good things. things wow who satisfy my mouth with good things that's why i always say believe this god is good it's not just a catch phrase this is the reality he is good because he can never think anything other than goodness for us and real satisfaction comes from his presence how do you get good things <clears throat> people think think cheap smile fake thrills gives me momentary pleasures let me tell you cheap smile and fake thrills can give you pleasure but it is only for a moment but doesn't have a lasting impact temporary relief you may have but after after kick you may have a kick back that's why people say let's hang out with our friends and after hanging out with their friends they have hangover <laughs> hello 
and that's why it's important to find out who satisfies you with good things let me tell you sex salary status will not satisfy you with good things passion position possession will not satisfy you with good things what satisfy you in the good things is abiding in the presence of god amen and what is the presence of god the presence of god consists of three things love joy and peace in the holy spirit what is love that knowing that you are unconditionally loved what is joy joy is the emotion of god embracing the emotion of god what is the peace the peace is not the absence of problem it's the presence of god in the midst of problem Amen. it means in other words peace is the awareness of god's mind in the midst of your chaos amen and that's called hanging in the presence of god my friends i want you to cultivate a habit of hanging in the presence of god hanging in the awareness of the presence of god imagine that don't close your presence of god for 30 minutes time and then go on with your work even in the workspace cultivate people should notice you know the non christians i remember some of my hindu friends they say when we come to you when we talk to you or when we come to your family we see a different vibration vibration vera mari irukku sir ungitta naanga pesumbodhu they say that why they don't have a word for it the vocabulary they don't have that's called the presence of god hello is is anybody when they come close to you and they say i feel a different vibration not the vibration of your anger uh-huh. your bitterness but the presence of god amen amen i believe this that's why the bible says he satisfy my mouth with good things good remember things. when the holy spirit comes the first place where he touches the mouth look at acts chapter 2 the holy spirit came the first place he touches is your mouth why out of the mouth produces life amen amen put your hand up and you say i am called to be as ambassador I am called to be his ambassador. My mouth, my mouth will declare the goodness of the Lord. Will declare the goodness of the Lord. My mouth, my mouth will speak the life of Jesus. Will speak the life of Jesus. I choose, I choose life. Life. I choose, I choose his life. His life. Amen. Amen. Let me tell you, after the service there will be a temptation for choosing something else. But remember he is the one who satisfies us with our mouth with good things let's read Amen. the last one who mm-hmm. satisfies your mouth with mm-hmm. good things mm-hmm. so that your youth is renewed like the eagles so that your youth is renewed like the eagle some of you must be thinking pastor is still only on the chapter verse 5 this chapter has got 22 verse maybe uh, the chicken in the stove we have to eat it only in the evening let me tell you we are stopping in five verses only we are not continuing the rest of it this is the last one so that the youth is renewed like the eagles you know bible talks uh, he god is so amazing he connects himself with uh, some animals he says i am the lion of judah and he says holy spirit came in a form of a dove he didn't say in a form of a crow or a peacock or a chicken or a parrot hmm? and and then he he relates us with some animals he says as a, as of as a dog returns to its vomit 
the fool repents he goes back and do the same thing but then he looks at someone and says as you wait in my presence you will soar up your wings like eagles he relates us abiding when we abide in his presence he relates us to eagles and let me tell you about eagles eagles have a huge endurance capacity to soar high eagles and chickens are quite different chickens only fly when they are scared hello so many christians started praying after coronavirus appa 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 hmm? they become professional beggars hmm? let me tell you the eagles are not professional beggars they don't scared and they don't pray they are not they are not reactionary they are proactive there is a big difference between reaction reaction means you act based on you react based on an action oh coronavirus came let's pray let's pray let's pray let's go around the house let's go around the hello that's called chicken prayer but there is a prayer called the anointing of the holy spirit that when you wait upon the lord when you are in the presence the lord says you will soar up your wings like eagles what does it mean it talks about you going through those challenging times you will still find god's perspective amen, amen. you know what the mother eagles does to the baby eagles they will put them on the top of them and they will take them on the top very high high this is how they teach them to fly you know they will take them to the top of the sky and then they'll just drop them and then this baby eagles they don't know how to fly they will just they they think that the mother is so cruel <coughs> and they they going to they think that this eagles going to die as they are about to hit the ground the mother eagle comes down again picks them up and throw them again this is how they practice them so that the eagles will flow learn how to fly and one day as they learn they go up and down once the baby eagle will start flying again my friend you think god has forgotten you you think god has not arranged this he has not told you why lord you gave me so much nice for good promises why didn't you didn't tell me about corona virus let me tell you what god is doing he doesn't want you to become like a chicken who only pray when things are going wrong he wants you to fly when you stay committed in the presence you will raise that's the same isaiah book says my ways are higher than your ways my presence my thoughts are greater than your thoughts what does that mean god is saying as you stay connected in my presence i want you to come to my place where is my place remember ephesians 2:6 says you are seated in the heavenlies the god is saying i want you to see how i see this you see coronavirus i see kingdom coming on earth you see deaths but i see repentance you see de- you see uh, fear but i see faith rising up come on church Amen. 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 This is what the eagles have a huge endurance capacity is so high but they go through a gruesome renewal process. Let me tell you this is my suggestion when we we tend to grow more in challenging times than in easy times. How many of you can agree with that? We tend to grow more in challenging times than in easy times. List I wrote down this I want you to write it down. Crisis doesn't always create a problem but crisis reveals the problem. Amen. Amen. Crisis doesn't always create a problem. Now that you are stuck in a lockdown and you are saying, "Well, 
my husband is the problem my wife is the problem modi ji is the problem nobody is the problem it doesn't create a problem it reveals the problem amen and let me tell you about problems i want to finish off by this i want to give you four points quickly write it down problems are purposeful you are thinking i am in a lockdown every program is cut off we are sitting in front of a tv or a computer or a mobile or an ipad and watching my service i can't even go to my church you know what problems are purposeful i tell you i said this before now the lord is using this problem to equip his church to stand on their own feet amen equip amen. his church to become prayer warriors to equip his church to become mature in christ to equip his church so that they can be strengthened in the lord amen you know there was a guy called wallace johnson i don't know whether you heard about him he was a normal working in a timber market many years ago and one day the timber market fell down uh, the, from the market and they had a big huge loss the owner said i fire you so he got fired and he didn't have any options so he sat there and he didn't have anything to do and he the water suddenly started praying and the lord gave him an idea and he took his the only house that he had he mortgaged it and he started a business a construction business and today the construction business is one of the world's biggest construction business you know what is that business called it's called holiday inn Do you heard about the Holiday Inn hotels? Holiday Inn hotels is one of the biggest hotel chains in the whole world and he 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 mentioned he said you know what in the midst of all the crisis God can use this crisis into something purposeful that's what Amen. we read in Romans 8:28 he said you know what if God can turn everything for good for those who are called him according to his purpose Amen. Amen. And look at this one, second one. Problem reveals your true color. Reveals your true color. Problems reveals your true color. There was a guy called Dietrich Bonhoeffer and everyone, he was a he was a pastor. Every church in Germany was very quiet during the Hitler regime. But this guy said, what you are doing is not from Christ, it's demonic. You know what? It revealed the true color. and he was willing to share his true color even to the point he was actually hanged in one of the concentration camp have you heard about kori tambum she said you know what everybody in my country was taking care of themselves but my job is to take care of the people of god the jews and she took care and the kori tambum and her sister and her father was taken to the german concentration camp and they looked at this family and they said we will give you one last chance if you a 86 year old father if you wanted to go out of this concentration camp choose one thing that you will not take these people again inside and kori tambun's father said you know what i will never say no to god's people he died in the concentration camp he died there miserably and his her brother died her sister died and this is what kori dumbum said so the safest place is in the center of god's will amen 
So what happens? Problems are purposeful. Problems reveals your true color. Problems mature my character. That's the third one. Problems mature my character. That's what happened in the life of Joseph. He he went through the problem. He saw a dream, but the dream and the reality was two different things, but it matured his character. And look at what Job said. Sorry, Joseph said in the last part of Genesis he said, "You intended me evil, but God turned into something good." Amen. You never read in the chapters he mistreated his brothers took vengeance no tamil bollywood movies all came into effect he went opposite direction matures your character that's what is happening this problem is maturing your character and last but not the least problems enables me to come close to jesus amen amen and this is what is happening the body of christ is repenting second chronicles 7:14 says if my people if they are if they were called by my name shall repent and humble themselves and seek my face then i will hear from their heaven and forgive their sins and heal the land god wants to bring restoration and that's what is bringing us into a place of fasting and prayer and repenting guys repent from religion repent from mediocrity repent from entertained by sunday on church going there feeling good having good being good repent from all those dead works ask the holy spirit to fill you strengthen you amen, amen. that's amen. why you got to take this week and you say i bless the lord and you need to say to your soul emotions bless the lord amen. mind bless the lord amen will bless the lord amen he has forgiven me from all my iniquities amen. he has healed me from all my diseases he has redeemed me from all my destruction he has crowned me with his loving kindness and tender mercies he has satisfied me with his good things and he has renewed my youth like the eagles amen i bless the lord oh my soul i bless the lord oh my soul